Ladies and gentlemen, boys and baby girls, it's time to get too drunk at a saloon and reveal to a stranger that you're known as the street artist Banksy for another exciting episode of the Cowboy Howdy Podcast. It's your host, Cameron Berry, Gambeasy.Berry to some, and with joining me as always, the resident comedian, Anthony Barrera. What's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young Baphomet. Young missing in action most God, recently. Dude, also yeah. joining us, Monterey Bay comic and show producer, Michael Booth. Asa, dude. <laughs> oh, listen, you're getting some titles wrong. Uh, uh, director. Director. Producer, writer. Producer. Actor. We didn't have a conversation oh, about this Oh, you also forgot, a, yeah, I forgot one. I had a conversation. Young, bad name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put some fucking respect on my name. Young can't market it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your demographic is like, a third of Young Hot Topic. Big tits. <laughs> you, you know how I got you my name? You niched it so it's like two thirds of Spencer and half of Hot Topic. Do you want to know how I got my name? How'd you get your name? I got into a fight. Oh, God. With uh, like Leprechaun. Don't say it. You did. And he called me Young Baphomet. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to our first cut segment of the show. <laughs> young, young, bad, and easy trying to come up with a metaphor on the fly. Yeah, great stuff, all, dude. Jesus. Oh, my God. I thought for sure you were going to go full Antichrist with it. And I was like, hey, oh, listen, not I'm still right sick. Away. I, oh, okay, this is I'm the flu talking. Sick. This is still the flu talking. Still sick. Thanks for coming to my house. <laughs> in this confined space I kid you hide it well with the the what is that canvas jacket but um oh dude don't make fun of my fit right now I've been complimented all day I complimented you you it, did that's what I'm saying it's going to your head you're so confident you don't realize how contagious you are <laughs> <laughs> what's been going on though what's been fresh I know you've been sick what you been up to Michael uh, I've been working a lot and trying to stay busy staying busy it's like a shark you stop swimming you go gay yeah die so you just keep on going. Do it up. Are you sick yet? No, I'm not sick. Are you prepared? To He's be working sick? for it. He's working on it. No. Oh man, you're gonna be sick during Thanksgiving, dude. Ooh, I didn't think about that. It's going around. That yeah. guy across the street, the Egyptian guy, came over. He was like, "Gabriel, I thought oh, you." Man. <coughs> no, I think I'll be okay, dude. I think, I think I'm I'll lucky be okay. That I got sick now, cause I'm not gonna be sick for the holidays. Yeah. You guys might be though. No, I already got sick. Achoo! I'm so healthy. I got sick and I got better at the same time. It must be all that fucking glutamine. Uh, what's, the glutamine. what's been up with you, it's Cameron? the uh, casein, because I get it in the system. <laughs> uh, honestly, I've been <gasps> trying to recover from like the vacation life and all that stuff. My first week back in like normal schedule was such a harsh reality break from like where I was. Like in Bali, everyone's like, hey, you're white. You can do anything you want. <laughs> and then like I come over here, and it's just like everybody's like, you got to work. And it's like, nah, damn it. And like, there's bills and stuff. Like right just when I got regular back. regular person again. First, like, first or second day back, I was like paying rent and shit. And it was like, oh, God. And so it's just been hell. And work doubled up and everything, and like we've been trying to get back busy again on the podcast, so it's been hectic, but um, it's been good because neither of my animals have had any kind of diarrhea or crazy vomit in the house. Oh, nice! There you go. Woo, 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 woo. That's a W. So all W is up in here. We smile, city. And uh, April went and got groceries. So I mean, like a king. Y'all saw the chicken in the freezer. We're doing good. Nice. I had a dental appointment, and you ever like 
you're sitting there and the you're the whoever's working on you touching your urethra. No, they just start talking to you a lot while you're sitting there and you really can't respond to it. So you got to you got to kind of nod or Oh yeah. Give it so like they continue to talk because they think that you're just like down for what they're saying. Yeah. This lady that was cleaning my teeth today, uh-huh. she was telling me stories about her sons and how her sons are going through the changes and they're experiencing like growing up and becoming men. She talked about this she, she got her hands in your mouth? Yeah. She was hitting on you, dog. <laughs> and it was like, like a very experienced. It was so ridiculous. She's like, it's probably inappropriate and is like telling me the stuff. I've touched a lot of young boys. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> She was just, now you. I just kept like laughing and She's like fifty blocks will give you extra gas. It's just uh it was just really weird the conversations that we were that she was having with me. I wasn't yeah. having it with her because yeah. I was, you know her hands in your yeah. mouth. And I feel like that happens whenever I whenever I, you're at the dentist because they just forced conversation. It's like those yeah. people don't get to talk to Yeah. Oh. I know how to fix it. How? Okay, I figured this out. So they actually like really appreciate help. Like, cause usually it's a dental assistant doing the work, the dentist just looks at you or whatever mm-hmm. so i just say hey my head just so you know like i have a friend who's a dental assistant and like some family so i can work the vacuum for you so i can just suction whenever i need it based on my needs so i'm not having to stop you during your work i'm like oh thank you and if they're talking too much i just go <laughs> on their face i just go uh-uh <laughs> and i shake my hand uh-uh and if it keeps going i just i reach because the table's used behind you and i just reach for a tool and i grab a tool and i put the tool in their mouth and i vacuum their face and i go no <laughs> that's yeah. funny it's aggressive but it's also friendly and helpful like we're working on something together and they need to shut up that makes sense works great and you start off friendly so if they don't act up you don't gotta act up and everybody's good hell yeah dude and it bothered me because yeah. I, I mentioned comedy in the beginning of the conversation oh no it just went really south yeah. she started talking about <laughs> she went really south I wanna, I wanna focus on that part of the conversation really quick <laughs> she started talking about uh, like, it was like oh you know comedy I go yeah she goes what about Jimmy Fallon and I was like oh god <laughs> I was like here we go she's like don't you like it when I have a guess like, if he's lying or not nah. she's like he's just so funny the youngest guy to become this host and he's like, a boss he's a boss now. he's just yeah. prestige wise his zany he's videos good. are so great oh my god and she starts mentioning other like same people like James yeah. Corden, and I can just tell she's like one of those moms that just watches like the, the whole shebang. Yeah, the whole shebang goes that. through the cycle. And I'm just like, dang, dude. She's a comedy buff. I know, but I just don't really like that style. That that like it's, a whole, it's an entire it's that genre type of comedy. Of comedy. Yeah, I it's just don't mass really... appeal. Yeah, shallow yeah. waters. I mean, repetitive I would even strokes. call it shallow mm-hmm. waters. Like these people are. It's out like here mainstream comedy almost. Like, they put a lot of yes. a lot of work goes into those programs, and any one of us would be fucking psyched there's, to be on. Oh, dude, there's a reason they're so successful. There's yeah. a reason they're so successful. Like Been compared with fucking decades, Jimmy Fallon's wage compared to like any stand up in the game. Oh, get out of here! But just get for like, yeah, I just That's just like me personally, it's just like right really there. boring oh, stuff yeah. for me. That's network comedy, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's, it's hard though. I get you because like it's so produced. It's well, so if you think about produced. think about like the just the vast like range of like mediums for comedy these days like yeah. everybody's podcast like the culture's podcast that like interact with each other then like limited to that now uh youtube like there's just there's like a whole like genre of comedy that's kind of like almost like underground would, these you, days. would you rather be on conan than on uh like a jimmy fallon type show it depends um, it would depend yeah as a guest i'd much rather be on conan did you guys see that uh um, As Emily, a comic, I'd rather be on Fallon. Emily uh, Catalano was at uh, yeah. Conan. She was super yeah. funny. And she's somebody that we see at Poets. Her thing about yeah, divorce dude. was hilarious. That was, cool. that was really cool, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, her thing about know. divorce was hilarious. Yeah, she was really funny. I hadn't I was seen like, that material well. before, and I was dying laughing. It was good. And she's a slow burner, too. I started getting tense for her. I was like, oh, she's going in so slow. And I don't know her act well enough to know, like, that's something that she's, like, got just locked mm-hmm. down on. And, dude, when she, like, finally broke and started, like, jumping stuff down at the audience and, like, kind of dishing in and not just, like, laying there, but she was, like, just throwing shots up from that, like, like mellow ground. It was hilarious, dude. She had me rolling. Yeah, dude. Shout out fucking Emily, dude. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. It's good to dope. see fucking, like, you know, comedians out here getting it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. And I love Conan, dude. Like, Conan still gets it. Honestly, he's, like, one of the funniest people out there. His interviews is what I like the most, though, when it's just him goofing off. Yeah. Like, the prepared stuff and the skits, it's like, okay. But when it's him just talking, oh, my God. And he's God. just going off the yeah, he's yeah. yeah. His podcast is He probably has a really good writing team, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does a... I'm sure he does a lot of work on there, too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all those guys have a writing yeah. team, though. Yeah, he's got lots of writers. But, yeah, he yeah. definitely does a lot of work. If you've seen the behind-the-scenes stuff, he's, all like, working All those dudes have, like, day. a group of writers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they pitched Which is cool, too, yeah. So. Like I'd fucking love to have a team of motherfuckers coming up with shit for me. Yeah. Like well, you know, a show like that, you'd have to find one. You have to yeah. build one. You have to make find build a mesh together. You gotta get you a team. All that stuff. That's like a fun that was kinda like what us working together is though. Cause like, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we'll sit there at mics and we'll be like, Man, I got this joke, I don't really know about this line. And you know, what's cool is like, you know, there's the other guys too. We'll all like sit there and like just mm-hmm. kind of rattle off things, and sometimes something will stick that'll make yeah. the joke for him. And oh yeah, and then and then you guys get to watch the other person that we try kind of ha- and they try yeah. it and it works, and then it's a good night for everybody. And, oh, and they're dude, like, that tag worked, and effort, nothing yeah. feels better yeah, than when you man. throw a tagline and someone makes it work. I just it's don't. Cool yeah, I only do it if like good. the person is like legitimately down to hear like, hey, I got this funny like, thing that you mm-hmm. could probably they'll actually that. consider the advice. My mm-hmm. favorite is when they like can take it and like spin it. Like you can give them like even a line. And, like, maybe say it in a specific, like, rhetorical style or timing or whatever, or, like, melody or whatever you want to call it. And they'll take it and they'll totally, like, change it and wrap it to how they want it. And it'll totally change the melody, totally change the rhyme scheme, everything. But it'll freaking sound funny or funnier. And it's like, holy shit, they took this thing that I thought was funny and they made they took it this new spin on it and added to the comedy value. And it's like, holy shit, that's dope. It's like leapfrogging. It's like dope. You can leapfrog a, a good joke like that. Yeah, seriously. It's fucking sick. And, uh... Also, there's times too where, you know, like you'll somebody will come up with something that's like a slightly different idea than mm-hmm. what you initially had. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of times, Alexander, he's like, use it. And he'll like, he'll be like, dude, that's great. Like, he'll just, he'll pass it on and it, it just becomes. I feel like a comic in the crowd could help in another way too. Like, what if you got an accidental boner on stage and you weren't <laughs> noticing? Your comic could be like, hey, are you going to call? Like, soften like, up up there you get to call the green room <laughs> you ever had, like, think about grandma's calling grandma grandma's calling in the green room grandma <laughs> like what grandma what's up? Uh, oh. you ever had a comedian try to like bring you on a joke when you're in like the audience and like you try to feed him something and it just doesn't come across yeah i did it to gabriel uh, one time on accident like he wanted to play with you uh, while you're in the audience and it didn't work out well he threw something out for the audience i think a little no actually i think i jumped in on him is what happened like i was just like trying to throw something funny out because like the crowd wasn't responding and it was just crowd's fault he had a good heckle. joke and like i did a little heckle but it was like it was a funny one it wasn't like a planned bit and it got a couple chuckles and so it, like, the crowd got a little bit of laughs out of it. And I was like, okay, so at least it wasn't a negative. At least there was like some laughter, but I'm going to totally sit in the pocket now. Totally back out. And then he goes like, yeah. And like, he's excited. He builds up energy off of it. And he goes to go do something off of it. Gets the leapfrog off exactly. of it. Exactly. 
and it the, the crowd was just against him. Like for some reason, the crowd crowd just had him pegged, and so what he bounced off with didn't work. And then he was like, "Well, fuck that!" <laughs> like, <laughs> at that funny. point, that con- that concretes it as a heckle. At that point, like hundred yeah. percent. And after that, I was even more mortified, and I was like, "Damn!" Fuck. Yeah, that happened yeah. last show. Um, I act like Mendoza, and I have this thing where, like, he'll uh, hecklers' rights. He'll. He did this thing at one of the last shows where he told me to play, like, pour some sugar on me while he mm. was doing, like, a stripper thing. Yeah, and exactly. so <laughs> he was doing that same joke at the last show, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I popped in my head. I was oh, like, oh, yeah, and then music. he just fucking... And I put the music on for him to dance, but rap, then he, like, thought it was music for him to wrap up his set. But it was, like, at eight and a half minutes, so he still had, like, two minutes left. And he called And he for came it? off stage, and yeah. I was just and like... He, had, he was building a full head of steam at that point. I was like, so mad. I was so sad. He was doing good? He was, yeah, he was, yeah, he was rolling I felt by so that bad, point. dude. Like, I was, was like, going. It was a song he t- asked for, though. No, but he didn't ask for it this time. But yeah. he asked for it the one time before. So I thought so that like, if I, I did it, it... I thought if I did it during the joke, he would roll with it. But then I just didn't think about it, and it was my, a mistake on my part, and uh, I felt really bad. And I told him afterwards, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you should have told me." And I was like, "I'm so sorry, I should have told you." Oh, yeah, he came off. Just tried. I tried to like, yeah. Were you hoping tried. it would be a fun surprise? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought he would start dancing with it, you know. Yeah. So like in my mind, I was like, just kind of going and taking a chance and seeing if he goes with it. Because yeah. you know, I feel like if we've done enough bit. shows, it's like yeah, carrot top his box. But he just he misunderstood it, and I felt That's bad. Rough. So it was just kind of a rough thing. And you always forget they got nerves on stage. You never know what's going on. Well, like you're in like an, a, a hyper attentive state when you're on stage. Like, to certain, things. I notice everything when I'm up there. Because like I, I got to be able to read any of these motherfuckers at any point during the set if they're gonna say yeah. something to me. But like sometimes I notice like my perspective changes to like think about different and look at different things. Like I'm looking at the crowd way different on stage than I do when I'm not on stage standing up there and just looking at the audience. Like it's even the same lights on me, even same everything. Once I'm performing, like my perspective changes. So like you could try and like do something like that. I could see myself totally missing a cue because I'm like thinking about my act. I'm thinking about the, how I'm going to change this next inflection on my act based on how the crowd's been reacting. Mm-hmm. They don't want over the top stuff. I'm going to play it down a little bit. That's what I'm thinking. And then this song comes on and I'm like, fuck you. I'm staying on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Playing my ass off. I don't think so. That's funny. <laughs> All right, you guys, we got an exciting one today. It's the Thanksgiving episode. It's fucking Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. dude. So we're going to start with the retrospective. Let's go back to the origins. What is what? Is, how did Thanksgiving start? What is Thanksgiving? Um, what is, well, I mean, it was, wasn't it the fucking pilgrims? You know what I'm saying? They went. They went through to the fucking. Yeah, they colonized the. Where's Where's yeah. the pilgrim? Where's the Plymouth, Pl- Rock, Plymouth Rock? Where's that shit at? I don't know, like Plymouth Virginia, Rock. some shit. That was like Massachusetts or some shit like that. I don't know, dude. I thought it was I Florida. Fuck. That was Florida. Wow, we don't even okay. know. Well, somewhere they hit the fucking East yeah, Coast. Somewhere East Coast. along in the shit. I swear it, it was like matter. Massachusetts. They met the local native population. It was kind of tense for 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 a while, Describe right? Describe tense for the listeners. Who don't I mean, know. people We're who have familiar. never seen each other both are really very very not cool with each other. It's mostly the colonists trying to shoot the Native Americans. There's a whole lot of violence. From what I understand, it was pretty pretty fucked up. Things happened, sure. Like nowadays but, in America, like your neighbor will come and give you like apple pie. Back then, their neighbor was coming and trying to uh, kill them all. It was in Massachusetts, dude. I was right. Massachusetts. <laughs> they had some kind of fucking dinner where some kind of peace was brokered in exchange for goods and services rendered. The Great Peace Dinner, they call um, it. 
Do we actually know the real origins of this? I don't know shit about Because you've been yeah. going, you've been going, and I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> I think there was like. Can I just say I think Thanksgiving started in China. I, I think what happened is they got here, they colonized. Third grade history, right? Yeah, the they got here, they the colonized, then they ran into but some of them like in the woods or something, and then there was conflict, and they resolved the conflict. With a dinner. With a dinner. That's like, like some mob like, boss shit, dude. Like the mob they bosses came through other. that dinner and they coats and shit. Yeah. And they sat down, had some wine and some fucking like pork that they captured earlier that day. You know the ultimate power play on a piecemeal? Um, breakfast. If you have the right breakfast, yeah. Like, let's have a peace breakfast. And they're like, what? Like what time? 6 a.m.? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, really? They're like, oh, you don't six? want peace? <laughs> and that, that story has somehow merged into like getting you a turkey Getting you that shit fried, yeah, watching some football, inside. packing yourself full of the finest of MSG. Watching Green Bay lose. You know what I'm saying? If you're not putting on at least one to two pounds of weight after your Thanksgiving meal, you fucked up. Mm, that's fine. Mm-mm-mm. Decadence, overindulgence. Mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving was always about dinner. Yeah, it's right about from the food, start. dude. It's about making a fire-ass I it, meal. I think it was like they shared each other's, like, they both... Who do you bought? think brought more to the table that night? The oh, people who just got there, the people who've been there? The colonists brought syphilis, so that wasn't fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that they, like, shared with each other and had, like, a bunch of different food at the table. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool to be able to do that. I tried feeding random strangers in Asia. It didn't go over well. So I think that's kind of a strictly American thing, which is kind of beautiful. I didn't really pay attention in third grade. Yeah, third grade is not a good grade for anybody. <laughs> you don't learn too many vital stuff. You don't oh taxes in third grade. Nothing about driving. <laughs> nope. I'm just trying to understand the world around yeah, me. Third grade is like they teach you about fishes and stuff. Useless. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're talking about Thanksgiving dinner, all the things at the plate, all the things at the table. You know, let's let's dissect a Thanksgiving plate. Let's mm, let's pick out the, the goods I, and the bads. I thought you already got it, dude. I already got Because that's why we're really here. We're here to talk about the, what what gets down, how you get down on Thanksgiving. I've had the same Thanksgiving meal every year since I was born. Sad. I mean, it's the perfect Thanksgiving you should, meal. You should cook new food every year, though. No. Oh, yeah, how are you not dying? Leftovers only last oh, a couple days fun. in the fridge I was at best. About the same type of meal. Oh, okay. Twenty-three okay. years accurate, Jabron. Young bad syntograph. Got me fucked up. <laughs> He's the Ebola canary, remember? Oh, that's true. So that's dude, probably he found why. a bad word. Yeah. Play. I don't even wear gloves, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So you get your turkey. I always get the breast because I'm a breast man mm. when it comes to the turkey. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, it's the best part, in my opinion. It's pretty solid. So yeah. you know. So much meat. Exactly. Get that meat. You know what I'm saying? You get your mashed potatoes, your homemade mashed potatoes. Yep. From potatoes that morning. Potatoes. That's cool. You get your fucking egg salad. Oh, okay. You took a okay. twist there. Egg that salad. Was all yeah. the vegetables whoop, whoop. in there. Whoop, whoop. All the vegetables in there. All the egg whites in there. You a Maybe guy? a little bit of yolk if you're feeling dangerous. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. all about that. You know okay. It's creamy. It's textured. It's fucking excellent. Spend Put a that lot on the of time side. On this weird shit you're talking about. They're bordering the mashed potatoes and the fucking breast comes up to complete a trifecta of food on your plate that you then take. No stuffing. Your... No stuffing at all. What? No. No stuffing. I'm sorry. Stop keep it. Going. I'm sorry. Keep going. No stuffing. I'm sorry. Continue. I yield. Take it there. The gentleman yields his time. You get your cider going. You know what I'm saying? Some of the bubbly. Some of the bubbly. Okay. In my world, in my perfect world, I'd be alone eating it. Oh, this is sadder. But, you know, now we're in reality and with my family having a great time. Okay. Much darker. Say your fucking blessings, I guess. You sit through it. And you say what you're thankful for. 
And then that's the end of that because you're going to go watch football and then pass out. Okay. So your plate got depressing at the end. So no, it's it, like, that's the best part of my plate. Uh, Hopefully there's a little piece of Zoloft in the end of yeah. the plate. There's a bunch Somewhere of Somewhere in between the mashed I got, I got, uh, <laughs> I got it for you guys right here. Um, so I get, I'm a breast guy too, but I fuck with the, the wing or like a leg or some shit, you know? Okay, yeah. A little dark meat Sounds action. Like you're half the turkey, but go ahead. <laughs> I'll get the breast and the wing. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about like whatever like that's carved up as the legs there. I'll take the leg, you know? You sample. Yeah. You're a sample. Um, you like but, uh, you know, also I like to get a little ham too because my mm, we also have some yeah, ham. Yeah, Go down the ham, ham action. Honey roasted. Uh, mashed potatoes with the gravy. The gravy goes on mm. the turkey as well, of course. If you're an amateur, mm. uh, you don't do the gravy, but you know, I'm, a, I'm a professional I mean, here. I did, so. I, I did do gravy. I'm sorry to fail to mention. That's okay. Uh, no, it's you okay. did fail. Like I said, if you don't do gravy, you're an amateur, and I'm you a professional, so I'm coming in with gravy on everything because <laughs> I got it like that at Thanksgiving. Uh, anyway, so you know, I'm coming in mashed potatoes, gravy, gravy on everything, like I just said, and then we got that green bean casserole going in next to my potatoes, dude. Because I fuck heavily with green bean casserole. Ooh, that's <laughs> his thing, yeah. Like and that. it's got the fried onions on the top, dude. Okay. Oh yeah, Ooh. all about it. Ooh. Get a little chunk out of there, bro. Uh, then I hit it with, <laughs> then I hit it with some yams, bro. Oh, some yams. Yeah, hit it with some yams with the marshmallows the on top. You already know. You already know, dude. Oh my. You already know. That's what I'm about. Okay. And then I get a roll, right? You gotta get a roll. You gotta get the roll. The roll is. Yeah, you gotta get the roll for the gravy. How much butter's on that motherfucker? How much butter's on it? You know what? You're gonna think I'm. You guys are gonna think I'm a little weird it. here. Uh-huh. I don't butter my roll, dog. I, I straight use. That. I use it. You know what I use it as? It's that cleanup action. Yeah, the wipers. It's, it's the that wipers. cleanup yeah. action when everything's gone. Yeah. The roll comes in and glitz it all. Oh, I get that. All that shit. It's the great and then okay, here's the last thing on my plate, and and I saved it for last because this is my favorite shit at Thanksgiving. You guys ready for this? You guys should be because this is the most important ingredient left it out. Fucking stuffing, bro. Stuffing goes last. (laughs) Stuffing goes last on the plate, dog. Stuffing goes next to the potatoes. Whatever space is left. Next to the potatoes and next to the green bean casserole. So it's kind of all one thing, you know? And you get some like intermingling action. Oh, dude. And then you said cider. I'm not really a cider guy. Um,. I just go with I just go with a glass of water, man. I'm simple with my, and you know, I just it's need it there space. for yeah. It's just, a lubricant. Yeah, so I can get more. In oh there. no, the cider adds to the flavor, in my opinion. Okay. I love it with the fucking. I love how enthusiastic you guys were, but I need you to take a seat and listen to Papa for a second. Okay. Ho, 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 oh, ho, ho. Man. Okay. first off, Anthony, you miss gravy, so you can just sit this the fuck down. Uh, right I assumed away. everyone puts gravy on their fucking shit, like. Honestly, the fact that there's gravy on your beard makes it means you can make no assumptions, okay? There's you, no gravy on my there beard. There is gravy all over your beard, so. No, uh, but I'll just say this. You you don't get to count because you said no gravy. Mike, I love that you are a fan of candy jams, but. I wasn't um, for a long time until somebody turned me you, on. It takes, you have to force yourself. It's a leap. It's like the first, at first time you, you look at it, you're like, I don't know about that. Board. Yeah. You got to you gotta have that kind of bravery. Yeah, I don't know. Because potatoes are not supposed to be or you know orange or whatever. Anyways, uh my yams i need to make them for you i don't i don't even wait until thanksgiving i make them all year round um they're the best you'll ever have in your life i've learned the perfect balance of brown sugar with the marshmallow chopped fine oatmeal which sounds weird as fuck you'll become your new favorite part of the yams okay i'm requesting the next time that we record this mm-hmm. Ready podcast the yams are present we're gonna okay. need a lot of yams <laughs> you know what the budget is to make the best candy yams in your life it's about three bucks so yeah that's totally doable um so yeah prepare to be roasted out of your minds on yams okay. so 
that's what I do. And also, none of you guys talked about pies, which is blowing my mind right now. I don't now. like pies. Um, I mean, I'm a pumpkin pie guy. I hate pumpkin so. pie. Here's here's my thing. I'm not a big pumpkin guy pie, but I'll eat about one or two myself, so it's not a big deal. Uh, here's what happens. My mom made a pie <laughs> as a kid that was the pie to be all pies. You ever had a cherry cheese pie? No. No. Okay, so you know what? You've had a cheesecake, right? Yes. Okay, imagine instead of that firm, rigid, cold cheese, it's like the rigidity of almost like a cream pie, but it's like a cheesy, but not so like thick, like lighter, creamier cheese that's like fluffier. And it's just strong enough for you to pour cherries, those like big soaked maraschino cherries, the sugary sauce, like the syrup they come in, pouring those over and it'll just barely hold up that weight of those things. And I literally would eat two of those pies to myself when we would do any kind of turkey dinner. <laughs> my mom would like make them and like hide them in the fridge from everybody else. And she'd be like, Cameron, I put your pies in the back. That's and so I was funny. like, good. Dude, so the fact you guys didn't talk about that is crazy. But here's what a professional adult does now for Thanksgiving. Uh, you go to 7-Eleven. You get yourself some sushi. Then you go to the, the travel aid aisle and you get yourself some Pepto-Bismol. You're going to need that. Sushi's not good for you, especially from 7-Eleven. Then... You go get yourself something from the liquor aisle. Doesn't really matter. You don't care about how it tastes. <laughs> You're too sad thinking about eating sushi all alone in your hotel room. Then you go get that magazine. You got to read something before you kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. That's how I do the dinner dice. Oh, nice. Um, speaking Solid. of killing yourself, we got a recurring segment coming up. It's... Oh. The motherfucking 30-second pitch. 30-second pitch. Um, Do we have things wrong for that yet? No. Oh, we got to get yeah, Working on, on it. Just wear horns in the meantime. Yeah, stay tuned for a theme song. 30-second pitch. 30 seconds of all pitch. Pitch. 30-second pitch. Pitch in the city. Um, We're doing uh, Thanksgiving. How to make Thanksgiving better. Oh, I forgot about this. Damn. What, yeah. do you, what do you got? This Making good. Thanksgiving great again. How do you? How do you... <laughs> <laughs> nice. How, how on earth are you going to do this, Anthony? Listen, my thirty-second pitch is that I'm going to make a movie about the real Thanksgiving and everything that's happened since and before. Uh, I'm going to call it Table of Tears. I assume that's offensive. Yes, all profits will go to um, the Human Fund. I thought you were going to say Chuck Chancy Casino. Or that, yeah, actually, fuck that. Fuck the human fund. I'll go to, I'll go to the casino. I mean, all humans? I'll lose all that shit, dude. <laughs> it's oh, almost like you, I'm giving that's, back. It's <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> I like the way you donate, sir. There I can go. donate with you anytime. Fuck a charity. <laughs> Everything's charity if you got a good heart about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's y'all 30-second pitch? Um, I got one, and it's pretty... I think it's a pretty simple way to make Thanksgiving better. Um... My 30-second pitch right now is to put the corn in the mashed potatoes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, Stop chip. separating those two Master items. Chip. Thank you. It's you all coming yourself? down at the same... I'm, I'm eating it. I'm trying to get it... I'm the, trying to get it in me fast. The corn needs the insulation of the sweet, yes. sweet, sweet we need potatoes. We inject more GMOs into these things to yeah. kind of combine them into like a super... Potato horn. Potato horn. <laughs> like Potato horn. Tater. Potatorn. Like, <laughs> put the corn in the mashed potatoes, okay? What are you thinking? Stop, stop separating. Stop fucking around. On dinner plates and in labs. Yep. Make it that's, happen. That's my, that's my, uh, yeah, that's my 30 second pitch right now for Thanksgiving. Dang. Very tight. 
Like I'm trying to think of some, but the only thing I can think of is stop closing restaurants on Thanksgiving. <laughs> no one wants to work on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Because <laughs> here's, here's the thing. I keep thinking about it, and I don't know how to cook a giant ass turkey dinner every year. So like, maybe you know, I cook some dope ass yams, but I'm getting sick of eating yams year round. I need to do something about this health. This brown sugar is not healthy with the marshmallows, dog. I need some fucking panda or something. Oh, wait, panda is open. Never mind. I'll be fine. Shout out panda. Shout out the workers. Panda. Honestly, I love you work at panda, and we are probably very intimate already. But I just want to send a little message out. I'll be sending child support later. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> for... <laughs> I don't like that the grocery no, no, stores I'm... close at like two o'clock. Well, no shit. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. Like... I know, but like, dude, I see why, you though. played yourself if you haven't gotten. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes so you're tripping. Yeah. It's it's like a it's like Black Friday shopping. It's yeah. like I feel rough going out and doing that. I hope I don't work Thanksgiving, but I'm probably going to. I always avoid it until I wake up and I see the Facebook posts and people are like, "Oh my God, I bought a TV for two dollars!" I'm like, "God!" And then I'm out the with everybody else. Gotta get damn deals. And in April, okay, you guys know she's an extreme couponer. You don't want to see her on a motherfucking one day a year sale. Oh, dude, she goes like like you know Super Saiyans have levels. Yeah. Yeah. It's over nine thousand. She a Super Saiyan God mode. If she there can't, was, she if can't was, kill a Super If there was a coupon on the line, she can't kill Super Saiyan God mode. If you're taking ten percent off, of we a, can't kill on a Super Saiyan God mode. That uh, yeah, you don't want to fight April. Uh, <laughs> if uh, if you take ten percent off and it stacks with a coupon that takes fifteen percent off, she'll kill anybody from anything. <laughs> it's like how much was that off? She'll do it before it matters. Oh, she'll start dropping heads on you. She's like, who do you want? What do you want? Yeah, she'll start dropping heads on you, and you're like, oh, damn, lady, That's stop funny. it. She's like, I'm just going to make a bloody mess in here, killing everybody you ever All of. these savings. Yeah. Weird them coupons. Yeah, dog. She gets aggressive. Dude, one time they pulled she out an ancient. Dude, dude, it's scary. She has me sometimes. She's like, get in line. You're buying these things. And then go back in line and buy these things. I'm like, baby, wow. that's awkward. It's awkward. She's like, no, go to the other register. They don't recognize you. Like, I don't want to go over there. Dude, one time she bought this coupon that was so old. This super, like, 70-year-old retired employee had to come back out of retirement, go to the back of the store in this warehouse, find some old machine that no one had ever seen pull it out on the counter it weighed 70 pounds it was like one of those old things that used to work in like the old factories that would like punch rivets into jeans and like you had to use that to verify the coupon and they put it in there and the old lady was not strong enough to pull the handle so the younger employee had to come back to help her with the handle on it and it was like Dang. and then Jesus. she got like 12 cents off and she just looked at me and she was like that's right wow she was so happy she was flexing so hard on me right there <laughs> and i was like god dang i didn't even know this technology existed sorry i didn't mean to derail us but black friday's a bitch very good i uh i think a good way to good way to round it out here would be to you know kind of discuss the thing that we all kind of talk about around thanksgiving and it'd be you know, kind of what we're what we're thankful for man like i think we all I think all three of us here we got some we got some stuff that we're thankful for in life Oh, yeah, man. All jokes aside, family is the one thing. I, I have family around this time that gets together and spends time together. And he, seeing that and getting, like, the invitations, even if I can't make it to everything, because people meet all over the place, is beautiful. It's a beautiful mm -hmm. time, especially, like, right now. We had some health scares recently, and people are feeling better now. So it's, like, it's a good time. And I can't tell from my breathing that sounds like a whistle right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the same. I'm really thankful for my family. Like, you know, they always have supported me with stuff like you know obviously i moved away from all of them and i'm down here in california but they're still like really supportive of what i'm doing and they they check Sick. in with me every now and again so it's it's nice to you know be able to like still have like good relationships with them even though I'm, besides that i'm thankful for for you guys too man you know you guys have become like pretty solid you know friends of mine and uh, yeah by the way thanks for shaving my balls i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I would say i'm thankful for you know all you guys is like 
you know, energy and passion on doing this stuff and creating the Calvary Rowdy podcast. It's pretty awesome. Pretty fun. Pretty good, man. Been a good ride so far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thankful for um, just fucking being the beast that I uh-huh. that I always am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Family. Fucking <laughs> shout out family. You guys are fucking awesome. Shout out uh, comics. You guys are fucking awesome. Shout out everyone in my life. You guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, seriously. Thankful for everyone I come into contact with every day on a recurring theme. Uh, I'm thankful for everything I do and the people I get to do it with. It's it's mm. all been fucking wonderful. Coming from a, a place of fucking depression to this has been the most wonderful fucking ride, and uh, it's been a blast. And uh, here's to many more Thanksgiving slaughters, podcast episodes. <laughs> it's your boy Young Baphomet. <laughs> I spaced out. What were you saying? <laughs> boy, <governor. laughs> awesome. So was that's our Thanksgiving wrap up? What's your takeaway for the episode? Takeaway is that. Uh... I don't think Cameron's ever had by your plate this section. He's just we need to get you some turkey and some and some stuff. And man, I don't candy jams, four pies. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an exact opposite of ketosis. My oh, body okay. needs so many pounds of sugar per hour. <laughs> you would not believe. I don't even measure grams anymore. That's funny. Uh, Thanksgiving is fun, but not good. Yeah, it's it's hard because like. I know what happened after the dinner, right? I don't. <laughs> like I heard is that about... why is that why it's called Black Friday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then JK Friday. Like, it changed <laughs> up real fast. Oh, like I, I read the rest of the book, man. <laughs> Keep sucking them dicks. Peace out. Yeah, take it easy. And don't forget to catch me on Instagram at cambizzi.berry and on YouTube at CB Comedy. Young Baphomet underscore on uh, Instagram fucking Twitter machine. And I'm at underscore mboof on Twitter and Instagram and then Facebook, YouTube, Michael Booth. And don't forget to go and follow the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast Instagram at Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. And also check out the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Facebook.